Hello, wonderful people. I was different today. It was. It was. We changed it a little bit. We love a variety queen. Yeah. Versatility. We're giving it. Um, yes, we do. Can we just say happy 10th episode? Uh, we still got time. A guy to survive. Can just say that? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm gonna cry. It's such a small journey, but such a meaningful one that for it me is. now, we still get time. It's part of my life. It still is. It time. really is. Yeah. It's insane. So, hello, everyone, by the way. I don't know how much we were gonna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining. Have yeah. Happy Friday. How are you guys? How was your week? This is a daily, the weekly catch up, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Let's just do a little catch up. Mm-hmm. So tell me, how was your week? Uh, my week was pretty busy. Like, this oh. week is a lot. We're reaching a peak right now. It's Saturday. Um, just a lot of stuff going on, both for, like, uh, my business. We had a little launch moment. Want to tell me about that? Yeah, well, the thing is that we really wanted to release, like, the new summer collection for the 1st of May. But a friend of ours told us, like, guys, the 1st of May is a national holiday. At least here in Greece. I think it's pretty much all across the world for the most part. Yeah, I think it's um, And we were like, oh. So, like, people were not going to pay attention that much, right? So we're like, okay, let's just put it back one week. The thing is that our main, like, um, I don't know how to call them, like, a manufacturer for, like, our stickers was delaying the stickers so much. It was annoying. Uh, oh, no. So, and we didn't want to lose, because, like, we, when we want to release something, although we don't, like, announce it, we really want to do it. Yeah. So, last week, we are like, okay, you know what? No excuses. We're releasing. We're going to power through this. We had a couple of friends come over. Helped us a bit with some TikToks. Yeah. <laughs> then we did a photo shoot. Then we did the editing. Then we did the posting on the website. And then the next day we launched. So it was packed. <laughs> okay. But it was worth it. <laughs> That was a lot. Even I like saying it, that was a lot. So yeah, congratulations. And for Thank those you. of you who don't know, a mic. Want to talk about it? <laughs> sure. Uh, I am a business owner by day yeah. and by night. You know what I mean? Um, and we just released our new, like, summer collection. It's for aromatic products. So, like, candles, melts, diffusers, mists, okay. car diffusers. You know, the whole nine yards. And, yeah, we just released a new collection. It's called the Summer Collection. We're feeling extra summery. The yellow is a little homage. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh wow that's so yeah. pretty and you know what um can you send me do you like know my address can you send me all I of do. those products okay <laughs> i want yeah. the porto colada and uh definitely that and how was I, the peach how was I it called i uh the peach emoji <laughs> peach emoji right i want that in my living room I think okay. for tomorrow, uh, where we're gonna have the get together, I think we might burn the peach one. Oh, you should. So, yeah. Okay, I'm ready. How about you? How is you? <laughs> and your I want the mist. Oh, oh my sorry. god, the. <laughs> yeah, 
This is not an ad, by the way. We're just talking about our week. And of course, your week was very and, packed with all of that, like you just yeah. said. Yeah, um, exactly. You know. It's fun stuff. It's fun stuff. It's just like, you know, um, you plan something so well in your head and you're like, I'm going to do, you know, this by this week and then this by the other week. And then it just takes one small mishap to just be like completely destroyed. <laughs> and you Tell me run. about it. You think <laughs> you think the lights came out on the day that I thought it would come out <laughs> or I'm coming down to no, honey. Yeah. No, I had to fight with everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like the universe. <laughs> How was to bring your it together. Week, How was the week? Yeah. I want you Well, to my week was was good. It was very productive and actually since I'm you know, I'm learning about like I'm learning many things in my new job. It's mm -hmm. been, you know, it was um pretty packed. Okay. But it all went well, so I feel good now. I am tired, but I feel good. So we like that. Do it. Nice. Don't nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yum. So what is this week besides, you know, the release of the summer collection? Yeah, we got through that. What is this week all about? <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. It's Eurovision week. It's Eurovision. <laughs> European queens, the people of Europe, we know, we understand. Yes, we do. <laughs> it is a national holiday. We agree with that. <laughs> oh my God, yes, completely, absolutely. And like, I don't know how the people from like other countries, not European, feel about this contest. Yeah. Yeah, well, I actually want to know that. Mm -hmm. yeah, like, like, do Americans watch it? I don't think it's big in America, but some other countries, it is big like i think it's big well it was in australia that's why they're now competing um it, i think it's also getting big in canada Ooh. and so yeah you know we're we're spreading out the european charm so i think in spite of this like european week that we're having european eurovision week that we're having oh <laughs> european yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> I think we should discuss our top three favorite mm -hmm. yeah. um, performances of all time. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to change one of mine, like, now, because <laughs> I was thinking about it. Like, Can you right. believe that I couldn't, like, even now, I wrote it down, and they're not three, they're four. I oh cannot. I cannot decide. Like, what I can. Why do you have to do this to me? I don't want to decide. Yeah, it's, they're not it's, just three. They're at least ten. I mean, of all time, what are you talking about? Yeah, it I is cannot, true. I cannot deal with that. <laughs> it was hard. It is really, really hard. Um, but you know, we got to do it. You know, someone has to do it. And please, people, yeah. you tell us your favorite Eurovision performances. Come on, let's go. It's like write down top three. One, two, three. This is my. Yeah. Yeah, favorite performances, favorite songs of all time from Eurovision contest. Please go do it. Write it down. Come yeah, on, it's only it's only gonna take one minute, and you're yeah. here. I can see you. <laughs> that was passive aggressive. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit. But you know what? If even if you don't think three, just whatever comes to mind, just like send us. We want to comment on everything. Yeah, and, just like. like Oh my God, Countess, we didn't even say. Uh, someone wants to join the live. Uh, we're so sorry. We can't join more people. So sorry about that. Um, oh, okay. Anyways. Um, I just want to say, 
people that want to listen to this show not on TikTok and they want to just, you know, have a little vibe, every Monday morning you can catch this show on Spotify. Just a little, you know, just a little information. I'm sorry for jumping in so hard, but I wanted to tell it to the people. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. So I and want you to start. what is our show about? Just a quick. Okay. Yeah, just a quick little. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, we're just spoiling what's going to come. Um, you know, uh, we talk about pop culture because we love pop culture. You know, previous weeks we did like Coachella. We did the Met Gala. Now we're doing Eurovision. You know, we are your pop culture girlies. Then we give you jams of the week. New jams, old jams, jams that we have been listening on repeat for this week. And then we reach the wellness discussion tip of the day. You know, we kind of changed the title just now because I've noticing it's not just tips. It's a little discussion as well. Um, where we discuss about simple everyday things that happen to all of us. And we just shed a little light on the situation and we just kind of, you know, have a conversation about it. So feel free to join in any part. You're part of this conversation. We're just two 20-year-olds trying to make it into life. And we're here for it. I hope I did it justice. I hope I did the show justice. That was, that was perfect. That was perfect. <laughs> I love you so much. That was perfect. Okay. Back to Eurovision. Yeah. Top three, go. Let's rewind. Okay. Countess, give me your third song right now. Me? Okay. <laughs> now, actually, in the... Uh, Wait, in the third um, position, there are two songs. Okay, it's fine. So go I first. I have to think about it. <laughs> okay. This was like a, a last second change, I swear to God. Uh, I just changed it. Literally, once we've hit record, I changed it. I was like, you know what? No. When I think of iconic, I'm thinking of songs that literally wrote history and like changed how Eurovision is as a you know, contest. And we cannot forget about Waterloo by ABBA. You probably know the song. <laughs> oh. Go on. <laughs> I can't actually forget about the song because I said, to be honest, I don't know what we're talking about. I don't, I mean, I know ABBA, but. Um, you don't know Waterloo, the song? Can you, th can you sing it to me? Waterloo. I think it's a, even in. Oh. Waterloo. Where should I love you forevermore? Whoa, 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 whoa. Waterloo. <laughs> it actually rang a bell. Right. Okay, I think. So, I ABBA were not big back then. It's in 1974, by the way, so it's an oldie. Wow. And they were not big. And there were just these four kids from Sweden that made pop music. And they go to Eurovision and they win it. And uh, spoiler, they're probably one of like the most well-known yeah. uh, groups, music groups that have ever come on this earth. Like so many hits, so many pop gems this group has produced. We mm -hmm. owe them so much, I feel, as a personal statement. Yeah. Because like they changed pop music. They made it mainstream back in the 70s again. I had no idea about that. That is so special. Yeah, like, that's huge. Have, you know, I wanted to just, you know. Thank you. Now that, that's culture with a K. <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks. <laughs> okay. 
Listen, listen. So my number, like, my top three song of Eurovision of all time is Euphoria <gasps> by the Queen. By the Queen. That's all I'm going to say. And she did change the game. She brought a new thing, right? And her vocals, the beats, it was just what we needed back in 2012, was it? Yes. Yes, exactly. It was what we needed. We just yeah. didn't know it, but it just was. Yeah. It was just perfect, you know? 100% agree. 100. And 10. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And this year, she's coming back. And she's coming for the crown. Let me just tell you, she's coming to win it again. You think so? Uh, she is one of the fan favorites. She is number one in like the odds, the betting odds. People okay. are voting Lorene again. I guess the people on Monday that are listening to this on Spotify already know. We oh from my the God. do not, and we <laughs> want to know. We will. So, you know, this oh might be you know, a little prophecy, but it might come true. She might be the second artist to ever win twice the Eurovision. <gasps> it's gonna be huge. I I am gonna cry so hard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, let's see. Uh, my second is Fuego by Miss Eleni Fureira. She represented Cyprus in 2018. And again, yeah. I tried to keep on the theme of like, what was historic. And the thing is that Cyprus, small European country, a lot of people don't even know it exists, right? Then this queen comes into play and she gives it her all. She literally destroyed the stage or like, you know, she gave her just everything. And I gotta say that after her, there has been a wave in Eurovision mm -hmm. songs of like powerful women dancing, yeah. you know, dance breaks, just va va voom elements. So I feel like she created a trend, I feel like, in the Eurovision like culture moment. I honestly agree with you because like, wasn't it one year later when Cyprus had the, the devil something song? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wait, Diablo, Diablo has a call. Come on. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. They had replay with Tamta and then like El Diablo with Eleni. Like they created a whole, like she created yeah, a whole wave. Okay. okay. <laughs> or like Chanel with Slow Mo last year. Mm -hmm. She mm -hmm. was kind of, you know, following that, you know, element. But you know what? I'm Team Fuego because to me at least, slow-mo vanished very quickly like after the contest was done it was pretty done for me too i didn't really press play on my playlist instead with fuego we even listened to it to the clubs and now period you know and that is mommy's work <laughs> she mom. did she's amazing she she did uh, such a well job and the thing is, like, okay, here in Greece, she was popular, like, before. Mm -hmm. But I feel like after that, it was a huge, like, almost like a, you know, you're going to watch me now moment here. Yeah. In Until yes. then, she was known, but she was like, oh, but, you know, she's like this, or she is not a good singer, you know, all these hateful things. And after that, she became, like, an icon, 
you know. Like no, no doubt ever again. <laughs> yeah, no that was a that was a statement. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. I totally agree with you, but uh, my list. What did I put? I cannot even see it. Oh my god. Oh, my secret combination. The mystery for you. For you use your room. Okay, that was a poppy culty moment. That for me. I mean, I grew up with that, and I remember being like seven or eight or whatever. Do the math. Um, and singing in fake, in a fake type of English, because I <laughs> didn't really speak right then. So it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I remember like performing and giving it my all, like Alomita did. I loved it. I loved it. So whenever like I listen to it, it's just va va voom, I'm up, and I'm dancing, and I'm singing, you know? Yeah. You? Oh yeah, first of all, I 100% agree. Legendary. She should have won that year. I'm just going to say it. Should have won. And I agree with you again. Mm -hmm. um, and moving on to my first song. <sighs> I feel like we, you you mentioned it. So, you know, I'm just going to go through it. It's Euphoria by Loreen, Sweden, 2012. Yeah, sorry for that. Like this, no, you're fine. This song, I think, changed how Eurovision, like went on like it modernized i feel eurovision like it was oh. starting to get a little you know a little old like the sound yeah. the songs where you know it needed a new direction and mm -hmm. loreen with euphoria gave the contest a new breath into the future yeah definitely and you know back then i remember not even like a bit ditching the Eurovision contest and not watching anymore because everything was like a ballad, very slow, you know, pretty bland. Um, so I remember not being that excited, and here we are today. Yeah. Being very excited about that, yeah. and not just this year, but like the last few years. So I yeah. think that she was part of it, definitely. We listened to Euphoria at the clubs. We danced mm -hmm. to it. So, period. Yeah. What about yeah. your? Tell me. Well, mine uh, is Zitia Buoni by Maneskin. Buonasera, signore, signori. Okay. <laughs> period. And that is just because I remember, like, their their performance caught me so much off guard. I was like, oh. <gasps> Oh, this is nice. Like this is some fire. This is so good. And I was not expecting it. It was like I knew them before, but I wasn't expecting this vamp or whatever. Like it was good. The clothes, the attitude. It was like some punk kids uh, being at the Eurovision contest that normally doesn't really work, but it worked. Yeah. And then he, he even like cuss on the song and that doesn't even ever work. But it worked. Like it was very innovative. Loved it. Well, I I I mean, that song goes to show that, you know, when people say like, oh, to win Eurovision, you just need to sing in English and have it has to be like a pop song. No, honey. If you do a good song, no matter the language, 
because music transcends language. We, we've we established that. No matter the language, no matter the genre, if the song is good, if it gives you something to feel, then yeah. it's a song. It doesn't have to be in English. It doesn't have to be pop. It doesn't have to be, you know, and like history. Exactly. Yes. History with that song. Exactly. And like their stage presence, Damiano, like, boy, <laughs> come on. Like, wow, you know? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. That was my top one. Another act, I feel like, that really skyrocketed after Eurovision. Like, they really, you know, they hit mm -hmm. big. They went big in America. Like, that's a difficult market to get into if you're not American. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, they're still touring. They've been away from Italy yeah. two years now. It's <laughs> over for them. Like, they're never going back, coming back or whatever. They've wow. done, like, a concert in Italy in Rome, I remember, twice last year. Twice? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Well. Wow. I am excited. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, so your prediction is Lorene, right? I feel like she's taking it home this year. I feel like she is. Um, I I think she she may really do that. Because yeah. people love her. Exactly. People adore her. Like, you can yeah. see it from TikTok and all the promo or whatever. Like, people love her. They appreciate everything that she does. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm one of those people, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Yeah. Were your gems of the week different, or were they Eurovision? Hmm. Songs. <laughs> Actually, fun fact, I discovered the song on Eurovision, but it's not from Eurovision. I don't know if you saw the first semifinal, the people that did. Rita Ora was performing. She was a guest uh, appearance. Yeah. She did like a little, show, mm -hmm. a little moment. And I loved Praising You. She performed her new single, Praising You. It's such okay. a fun song it's so good vibes it, it's getting me ready for the summer honestly and okay, it's good you know, it's really good it's really good it's okay. really fun it's it, the, the lyrics are not deep okay whatever but like it's catchy yeah. it's cute it's fast it's it's just you know it's what i needed it's it's a cute song okay like we love that, that. so is she having a comeback maybe she is been a while. Album, I think it's coming out in July or June or something. So she's coming back. So this is like the second single. It took her so long though. Like, okay. <laughs> but I will listen. I saw the performance. I liked it. But right now I cannot really remember. I didn't memorize um, the song. I will give it another go because I think that just because you said it, um, it deserves it. And so. I will, promise. <laughs> what about yours? I had a moment. Oh. Listen, I saw a TikTok. <laughs> I love how all of my stories start with that. Um, so I saw a TikTok where, remember the intro from New Romantics? <laughs> right. And, and he was like, they don't make no... Uh, they don't make these kind of intros anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I had a moment because I started listening to the song again. And I remember, I remember listening to the song when I was so young. I'm not old, but like, 
Yeah. We go back to some moments and I heard it again and it just the nostalgia the nostalgia like hit me so badly. I almost cried. I didn't cry, but like I almost cried. I mean, like it just took me to a careless place. Me as a teenager and I was like yeah. Was too much for me. Well, I think I listened to that like 80, de- 80 times this week. Oh, wow. 80. I'm not kidding. Wow. It was on repeat. I mean, it's really, <laughs> it's a, it's a pop, pop perfect song, honestly. Like, yeah. It was so good. It was so good. Nice. <sighs> so, yeah. I just wanted to say, like, before we go to the wellness uh, discussion of the week, I wanted to say a little shout out to Miss Beyonce for starting her Renaissance World Tour. Can we just like, you know, you know, not touch upon it a lot, but like she 37 songs, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Um, Queen. 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 And can you believe, can you believe that there are people out there saying, um, she's not giving too much. She's not dancing a lot. Where's the energy? Can you believe that? Okay, to those people I say, you go up there for three hours after, you know, in whatever weather, I don't care, wear those crazy costumes and let me see you dance, honey. Let me see how you're gonna do. For three hours. Three hours. And after... Uh, a, f- a surgery. Yeah. Foot surgery. So. Go do that. And once you do that, come we back. We can talk. We can talk. We can talk. <laughs> oh, we were. Aggressive <laughs> about it. Okay. But yeah, she dropped the visuals. Wow. <laughs> Finally. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, sis. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, you, you like that? The whole robot, like robot, robotic thing and the metallics. Yeah. I loved it. I mean, it, it's Renaissance. You know, the album was giving that kind of aesthetic, like that futuristic but nostalgic at the same time. Those yeah. kind of two together. I love it. I love it. And budget. And budget. Mm. Listen, no wonder there were the tickets so expensive. Like, there's a whole production behind it. And yeah. it's Beyonce. It is. It's like Queen B. Come on. It is. You can't go wrong. And it's it lasts three hours. It's like two concerts, to be honest. Yeah. To be honest. True. Do you think she's gonna retire after this? There's this rumor about it that she's giving right now her all so then she can live this as a legacy. Maybe, but I feel like if she were to do that, would she call it Renaissance World Tour or like a farewell tour? You know what uh, I mean? Yeah. She's probably gonna be like <laughs> one. If she is about to retire, I, I I mean what my brain thinks is like she probably would have done like a tour that would like you know how Taylor is doing now with the eras, like having four albums. I feel like that would be kind of more of the vibe of like all the albums, all the hits, you know. Celebrating the hits, celebrating the moments, the costumes, the the colors each um, each song has. That's a very nice idea, actually. Yeah, yeah. I would love to do that one day too. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Manifesting. We're manifesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. 
But for now, let's go back to our insecurities. Let's go back to our insecurities. Okay. Yeah. I feel like this episode is being like so joyful, so happy. So we're going to talk about our insecurities, but we're going to do it with a fun way. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't want this to be a downer. So last week we were having this masterclass, we called it, uh, of insecurities. Um, go and listen to it on Spotify. We discussed on the, about the basics of like what insecurities are, you know, how they do, what they do, uh, and how we can kind of help ourselves, mm-hmm. um, you know, when we feel insecure. Um, and today I thought it was going to be a good idea to talk about two types of insecurities. There's other two in the literature, so we might do a part three. Who knows? We love it. (laughs) (laughs) Is there going to be a test after this? Is there going to be a challenge, like test your abilities or? (laughs) I I won't do that to you. No. Okay. Um, but I wanted us to discuss today a little bit and if you want to know more about insecurities, you can, you know, head back to Spotify and listen to the ninth episode. It's called the insecurities masterclass part one. You get the point. Okay. Anyways. Um, so let's begin, uh, after we've discussed about everything last week to discuss about a huge insecurity that a lot of people uh, feel and experience in their lives, the fear and the insecurity of rejection. Or recent failure, but let's focus on rejection as you know, as a concept. <laughs> now, Countess, I don't know about you, but like I've experienced that. I feel like everyone has experienced that, and you know, it's, yeah. it's human. It's something we all have. I think this year is about experiencing things. It is. <laughs> Remember. <laughs> okay. And that's Sorry. Quote. No, no, no. We're taking that quote, and we're just gonna, you know give our experiences back so um obviously uh rejection can influence a lot our life it's i mean come on it's it's pure simplicity like it's so simple obviously rejection has a negative impact on our lives um and we do a lot of the times maybe feel like a failure you know, after like a breakup or after a job loss. And, you know, we need to heal that rejection, obviously. Um, You know, these situations create to us a lot of unhappiness. And that is what um, creates insecurity because it works like a puzzle. So it goes, you know, I lose my job, so I'm unhappy. That have an effect on my self-esteem which then makes me insecure that's kind of how it goes in a one two three kind of way but sorry what in that um situation would make me insecure the fact that i just lost my job i mean yeah exactly so like what happens is that you know you lose your job okay then you feel unhappy because of well you lost your job as a statement as a as an experience Uh, that creates unhappiness. And if you're unhappy, unhappiness influences your Mm self-esteem. So you don't feel like you're competent enough. You don't feel that you're good enough for another job. You feel like Uh, you were uh, horrible as an employee. 
you feel like you didn't take enough opportunities. You, you know, you, you start getting into those mind games that, you know, okay. are so harmful. And, you know, that's kind of why it happens is because we end up viewing ourselves uh, in a more negative light, you know, when we're experiencing these things, uh, these events. Yeah. Um, and obviously people that, you know, already have a quite lower self-esteem, obviously are more vulnerable when it comes to failure. And when we have such incidents in those people, our self-worth is really, really hurt. And it's quite dangerous for those people. So we really need to be careful. And now, like, what to do? So, you know, I'm, I'm going through this very fast. I hope, you know, it's it's simple enough. I don't know. I hope. I think it is. I think it is. Of course, anybody who has a question can just mm -hmm. jump on that. Yeah. Let us know in the comments. Yeah. So <laughs> the thing is that for us to really heal ourselves, we need to give time. Allowing mm -hmm. ourselves time. Sometimes a womb takes time to close, just as if you had, a, you know, your, you hit your arm. It takes time to heal. It's not a snap thing. You need to allow yourself some time mm -hmm. to adapt to a new situation. You know, you lost your job. You lost your partner. You've, whatever that is, take time to heal and, you know, allow yourself to understand the new circumstance that's going on. Um, another tip is to talk to people, talk to people that you trust though, to give you feedback. So for example, if I lost my job and you're my best friend and I can be like, Hey, Countess, you know, like, tell me, was I okay in my job? And then mm -hmm. you can reassure me, like, you know what? They told you that it was never about you. It was just budget cuts. Like, sometimes we cannot, sometimes there's a little, there's no, we are not that much a part of the puzzle as we might think. We're just, you know, the part that, you know, had to go, for example. Same within mm -hmm. a relationship. Maybe, you know, Maybe it wasn't that you weren't good enough. Maybe it was that the other person was just tired and wanted something new and something else or was looking for something different. Sometimes it's not that much about us. And again, a lot of the times we kind of don't see that. We only see what it affects on us and we kind of take it personally. So maybe a friend that we trust can be like, you know what, Mike, the company was gonna, was doing budget cuts and they had to lay off 10, 10 people. It had to be one of you. You know what I mean? Like it, it was going to be one of you in the company. So, yeah. you know, that could help a lot. Yeah. And also just an observation that uh, I observed myself that mm -hmm. my, like uh, my heart usually jumps to conclusions like that. And it's like, <gasps> oh, it's about me. And yeah. they didn't like that, you know, whatever. And instead, once I shift my perception and, I use my logic. It's like, like you said, maybe they didn't need an extra employee or whatever. And that's about it. That the story ends there. And it's not about you. It just happened to be you. You know, it's different. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And like following on like the footsteps of like friends and people that we trust, 
we could always use them a little bit as reassurance of our self-worth. And although I don't like the word distraction, maybe, you know, that, that kind of element, like we could go out now, you know, we can have more time together now, kind of like to not sugarcoat the situation mm -hmm. or not like completely hide it. But sometimes we do need some distraction from our negativity and our negative aspects that we have really bombarded ourselves to feel because, you know, we're feeling this way and it's normal. But, mm -hmm. you know, we obviously want to get better. And sometimes friends can help with that. Yeah, um, yeah. The thing is that we obviously need to look at this as a learning experience. Um, there is this wonderful mindset that I love. It's called the growth mindset. And the growth mindset uh, believes and the kind of statement is that whatever happens is a learning experience. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you got fired from a job. Yes, it sucks. I mean, we can't, you know, we can't deny that. But what we can do is say, you know what? I learned some stuff from this situation. I learned how I deal with failure. I learned how I am when people tell me that I'm you're, you have to, we have to let you go. I learned, you know, how to collaborate with people and stuff in situations like this. So if we have this kind of mindset of like, we always grow, we always learn instead of, oh, this happened to me because it was meant to happen to me. Instead of that, we flip the, the, the coin and see, you know what, I now know how it is to get fired. I now know that experience. So let me, you know, move forward with my life so I know the next time. So that will help a lot. I love that. Yeah. I have a question. Mm -hmm. um, listen, I tried sometimes to apply that. Mm. Uh, and I actually did. But of course, on some bad days or on some bad things, I could not push that mentality through. Like, it was a bit hard for me to see it from the same like point of view is that normal do you have a tip on that how can we I mean, manage of course, it of course it is and like you know as a general comment to all these like tips that we are you know discussing um you got to see what works for you but that doesn't necessarily mean that you know if you do it once it doesn't work for everything some situations <laughs> you know yes sometimes it sucks but you know, maybe it was a little bit of your personal, you know, circumstance that influenced that decision. It doesn't have to mean that obviously we have to like, you know, our self-esteem to be destroyed and us, our self-worth, etc. But sometimes we cannot deny that we do influence sometimes some negative aspects. And that's okay. And in these cases, possibly, you know, having friends can help with that. You know, as we decide, or as we discussed earlier, allowing some time. But I think if you adapt a growth mindset in general, in your whole life in general, I feel like you can become a better person in general. And no. grow. So. <laughs> love it. <laughs> yep. I love okay. that. I really do. Yeah. And uh, the last one I just wanted to tell you is that, you know, Although it might seem hard and it's way harder than it sounds, you know, moving forward 
to your personal goals and having your personal goals really, you know, really, really loud in your head, wherever you are, is very important because it grounds you. It, it takes you back to what you need in your life. For example, like if you lost a job and like your goal in life was just like, to, you know, have a happy, spend time with your family, that kind of stuff. You're going to be like, this wasn't even my goal. Like who cares about the job? I just wanted some quality time with my family and friends. Like this doesn't destroy my goal in any case. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So this is kind of like a little bit of what to do in these situations. I hope it's help. Um, mm -hmm. I definitely, that was great. yeah. And then, you know, if one, we can talk about uh, the second insecurity that I want us to talk about, which I feel like, again, um, a lot of people will relate because a lot of people have experienced this kind of insecurity. It's the perfectionism, the driven insecurity. Hi. <laughs> Guilty is charged. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Help me out. Give me a solution, please. <laughs> Show me the way. Okay, so first of all, uh, let's just discuss a little bit what this kind of insecurity is. So, like, I just want to preface this and say that we don't, when I say these things, it's not that, you know, having high standards is not a bad thing. You know, have wanting to have a good job, wanting to have a nice house, wanting to have, uh, you know, the best whatever it is, um, is not a bad thing necessarily. <laughs> but, but where we have to understand in the circumstance is that, you know, life doesn't always follow our plans. You know what I mean? Like, you might have wanted that amazing job by 22 but life sometimes doesn't do that for you. It just doesn't. It just happened that it doesn't do that for you. And, you know, that is a situation that is sometimes out of our control. So, for example, you know, for us not getting the house that we always dreamt of, sometimes that's out of control because, you know, a war happens and prices go up or, uh, you know, uh, whatever happens, situation, circumstance, personal, societal, whatever the case is. And these are some things, some things that are out of our control. We can control that. So, you know, and, you know, we always, we, we always get frustrated, obviously. And we blame ourselves for falling short of not being perfect. And we always, you know, after that, there's insecurity, you know, trying always our best appearing always our best beating ourselves up and worrying that we're not good enough and okay. that i mean obviously they that has a lot of implementations and that has a lot of complications for anxiety disorders for depression for chronic okay. fatigue for eating disorders even so like you know that's a that's a big situation it's not only about insecurities it is a big uh issue if we're dealing with a perfectionist but not in the like fun cute way of perfectionist but like the yeah. actual issue you know definitely now what we can do the thing is that uh when it comes to control you have to give your brain facts you have to give your brain aspects that are like you know what i'm doing good so what you can do is always evaluate your performance and your progress. Try to be 
you know, for it to be based on an amount of effort you put mm -hmm. rather than the results. So instead of saying, for example, how many pages did I write or how many songs did I write? How long did I write? One hour, two hours, three hours. Okay. So we shift away ourselves from the results and we go to the process. Why though? Exactly, but why? Because I, I can influence, I can control the time I put into something, right? Yeah. I can control how much time I can put into writing my essay, my assignment, my whatever, but I can't control the result. Okay. I can't, control, I can't control if it's going to be a good or a bad essay. Mm -hmm. So by shifting our attention from what we can't control, which is the result to what we can control, which is how much time and effort we put into it, then yeah. we we're not dependent on external factors. You know, the, the professor might hate me. I don't know. They might hate me. That's the result. I know my worth because I know that I put in the right amount of time and the right amount of effort. If I didn't and I get a bad grade, then, you know, that's on me because my process yeah. was faulty, you know? You own your actions and your responsibility. Exactly. 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 And, you know, perfectionism is all is is all about an all or nothing mindset. And yeah. that is like black and white. It's like either amazing or nothing. There's no okay. in between with perfectionism. So mm -hmm. trying to find those gray areas is really crucial in this situation. Mm -hmm. And you know, the thing is that we're all unique. And a lot of the times when mm -hmm. perfectionism is like, well, why is Katie getting these amazing grades? Well, why am I not getting as good grades as John? And then you can be like, well, okay, let's, these are unique circumstances. You don't know how Katie studies. You don't know how much time she studies. You don't know if Katie has the same social life as you. You don't know if she has the same gatherings with you, with your friends. Like everyone is unique and every person is different in what results they bring. Don't focus on the results. Again, focus on the process. So we can shift, like, we can remove actually the pressure from getting it done. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And... Love that. Thank you. Yeah. I'm actually going to get that. <laughs> um, and, you know, think about um, the actual difference it would make if you fulfilled every one of your perfectionism urges, you know, just, just visualize that for a little bit. Would the time and energy spent triple checking or answering every single email really change anything? I took that quote exactly and I wrote it down because I was like, okay, wow. So like, you know, you know, sometimes we, we, we really, pay close attention to the slightest detail we're like you know this i, I need to spend hours on this mm -hmm. and then you're like wait do i is it gonna change is this gonna change anything really actually like deep down in me out of me wherever is this gonna change probably not 
<laughs> yeah, once you once you remove that need yeah. of perfection, you realize that it's just something that you you wanted. But mm. even if you get it done, it's not everything. Yeah, exactly. And the last, um, you know, and the last little tip that I would give for this is, and this is a big one. So I, I mean, this is something that you have to do. It's kind of like the growth mindset. You literally have to train yourself to think in that way is, you know, try when you're being critical of yourself, um, try to focus on inner qualities. Uh, what I mean is that, you know, try to see your personality traits or your good morals, for example. Okay. Because this, these, you know, are stuff that are you. It's uniquely you. And don't focus that much on, like, if I, you know, how many people liked my photo or how much money I'm earning or, you know, all that stuff. Because deep down, it doesn't give you any actual, like, quality. It doesn't give you anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why does it get tricky and some of us may feel like it does give us some quality? Like, yeah. I guess it has to do with a little bit with validation and like oh. kind of what we were talking about like last week of like, you know, obviously the self-esteem and obviously, you know, searching for some validation out in the world. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, with, with perfectionism, it, it has to do with what is in our control and what isn't it's it's simple but mm -hmm. at the same time it you know it's stuff that we do every day but at the same time it's stuff that we don't understand why we do them every day right um so it's it's really just like looking into you and you know seeing that mm-hmm so yeah, well. that was pretty much it for today is a wellness discussion. I love that. I loved all of the episodes. This was great. This was a great tenth episode, wasn't it? It was. It really Congrats was. Congrats to us. Yeah, I'm so happy. So next week, third eleventh episode. Eleven. We're and so on. Yeah. This is a small milestone. It is. It is a small milestone. And we should celebrate small milestones. It's, yeah. it, it helps a lot. I cannot wait for this. Still, we, we still got time. Cake. Yeah. <laughs> the logo on it. Or cupcake. W-E-S-D. Amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sold. Yes. Well, okay. Um, thank you guys for being here. Thank yeah. you for joining us. Thank you. Um, and for those of you, if you, in case you missed it, this episode is going to be on uh, Spotify on Monday, 8 a.m. And it's going to be available. So it's okay if you just join the live. <laughs> no worries. Just wait a bit and you have it. Yep, exactly. And whatever episode you want to watch, you know, you want to go back and listen to the first masterclass on insecurities. Go have fun and then come back here to listen to the second one. You know what I mean? Like you can just do everything you want there. And also yes. you can find us on like YouTube and just like everywhere. You can find us everywhere, honestly. Like, yeah. 
We're everywhere. We're there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, see you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Yay. Love you all. Kisses. <laughs> Bye. Ciao. <laughs>